Hello and welcome. Innovative author, speaker, advocate, and change agent, Dr. Bonnie Bonita with a view is on the new legendary WIGO AM 1570 right now. Hey, this is Dr. Bonnie with a view and co-host Pastor James Hunter. I will be your host today uh, talking about some disturbing stuff that happened recently in our communities and we got to figure out we got to figure out what needs to be done how it needs to be done and we got to stop making excuses on what we need to do to help our children and keep people safe especially in the schools because you know we're talking about the Nashville uh, shooting uh, with the young lady, uh, Miss Hall, got killed uh, by the police officer. But she have also she also killed other individuals, some students and some adults at the same time and end up losing her own life. So she was the seventh person that uh, lost their life uh, during this shooting. And um, we, we just want to address some issues uh, with this and uh, those that are out there listening if you want to call in please call in we want to hear from you we want to know your your viewpoint of this tragic that went on amen so we have a caller uh this morning uh, we want to hear from you good morning caller you're on the air with pastor hunter welcome to bonnie with the view the hassans are standing by Welcome to the broadcast, ladies. Hassan? Hello, hi, good morning. Hey, Dr. Angela, how are you this morning? I am blessed and highly favored. Amen. It's, uh, Mr. Selena, Hassan, and myself are yes. on the line on this morning. And thank you. Thank you, guys. Yes, ma'am, thank you. So we, 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 we're talking about the next... Hey, hey, man, how you doing, Selena? How you doing, sir? I'm good. God bless you, sir. Hey, hey, and uh, again, I'm glad you guys called in because, you know, we have we have some concerned people uh, that are concerned about this shooting. And, and you know, there was so many lives that was lost during this shooting. And and, and, and we would just want to diverse on this uh, thing here. What what do you all have to say um, about this shooting? What are your concerns, Dr. Hudson? Uh, uh, for, uh, first of all, uh we want to want to send our condolences out to the family, uh, the victims, and the people who were involved, and we want to send prayers their way and, and, and ask uh, God Almighty to uh, bless their family, bless their soul, forgive them of their sins, and and uh, we, we, we want to do that first. Yes, um, because uh, they woke up that day uh, heading out of their homes not understanding, not knowing that that would be their, their, their last day. Um, but it is, uh, it is a, it is a disturbing uh, trend that we see uh, in our country, and it's mostly amongst the youth. Uh, I'm not really sure if the direction that they're headed in is uh, a, a false reality that a lot of the, the youth are living in. I don't know if that's the direction they're heading in. Uh, by way of the video games and the music and the, and the, the media, television, uh, that may be distorting some of their understanding of reality versus a false reality. Um, but uh, it's, it's just overall a disturbing trend that we see, and I think that that really could end with proper parenting and, and – uh, people involving God into their life in a serious manner. Doc, let me ask you, uh, uh, Dr. Hassan, uh, a question that I want to just throw in. Now, y'all heard, I know you all are familiar with them uh, saying they taking prayer out of school. Now, this was was a Christian school, correct? Isn't that right? That is correct. Exactly. Okay, and we're not saying all schools have done this, but what do you all, what's your view on that? They say they're taking prayer out of school, and now they brought shooting in the school. Do that make sense? Yes, sir. It makes perfect sense because anytime you have a situation where you have uh, 
attempted to take God out the equation, you have opened the gates for the devil to reign loose. And that is essentially what has happened. So, you know, I remember uh, when they first, coming from Mississippi, living in a what's considered a, a Bible Belt state, I remember when it was told to us that we could no longer pray, uh, start the school day off with prayer at school. If we wanted to pray, we had to pray at home. Right. And, you know, even back then, I, I said to myself, I said, you're letting the devil have his way. You can't take God out of the equation. He is the beginning and the end. Right. And anytime you think that it is okay to to pass laws like that, you're opening yourself up for situations such as this. And although everyone may not, you know, necessarily agree, but if you take a step back and you look at the things that have happened throughout the years, you know, the Columbine shooting, mass shooting, all of these mass shootings, you know, you think about the timeline that these shootings occurred and you look at the the fact of of prior to them taking God out of the equation and it just the math ain't mathing. Right. So you have to understand that, you know, irregardless to how you may feel, God always and you know, forevermore should be, you know, the head of our lives. And he's our protector. And I believe that if a lot of, you know, individuals that are affiliated with the school board and, um, you know, the parents, you are you are the voice. At the end of the day, you know, yes, they may have a, 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 a board of administration and they may have all these uh, different entities that uh, govern over uh, the decision-making of your child education. At the end of the day, you are the parent. And your voice matters the most because that is your child. Right. And if we all, you know, come into agreement that, you know, this may have not been the best ideal for the school. As my, if you ask me personally, it was the worst idea ever. But if they, you know, try to get to a point where they could rectify what has happened, then maybe we can eliminate, may not necessarily as a whole, uh, eliminate everything, but maybe it'll calm it down because this is out of hand. Right. This is out of hand. Right. But you, know, so- you have children dying at a, at a at a high rate now at the one place that they're supposed to be safe outside of home and church. Right. 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 And so let me ask you, along with that, and that makes all the sense in the world. Now, here's the thing, and we got so many things to talk about, man, in just a short period of time. They, I heard some of the people talking uh, in the news that they was talking about possibly uh, training teachers how to shoot and protect themselves. And here, and don't get me wrong, people that are listening. It's, we believe in protecting our children, our teachers, our law enforcement, whoever, ever, I mean, individuals, whoever, however, we believe in protection and protecting others. And we believe in that. But how? what's y'all's take on uh, Brother Celine? What is your take on them teaching the teachers how to use a firearm amongst students? Now, now with that being said, not only that. Not only that, this is what I, my question is. What if you get somebody that's have has a low EQ? The emotional stability is not there because you can have genius in that smart as a whip, got a degree, got the education, know how to teach, know how to do a whole lot of things. But somehow or another, they end up, they killed 100 people. And, they, and the people say, oh, I never saw that coming. Oh, my God, they were so smart. They were so educated. Isn't that? So what happens if we put guns in the teacher's hand that may have a low EQ? Their emotional stability is not there. And they teach the wrong somebody, the wrong teacher, and now they're amongst the students, too. And they never talked about their past 
the past trauma issues that they had to go through. What is your take on that, uh, Brother Salim? Well, I, I personally, I, I look at it as the same as I would look at the situation with some of the uh, police officers that that we uh, have to encounter um, uh, in this country. Um, the police officers, uh, some of them, they, they have, they, they are given firearms and and they make good decisions and they make bad decisions. Uh, so to me, uh, uh, the risk versus the reward, I, I would consider it worth it. I come from a family of teachers. My, my grandfather was an English teacher. Uh, my mom was a teacher. I have a brother who's a teacher. And I have several other people in my family that they, they all teach. Um, it's up to the school system and the, and, and the county and the state uh, to to make a a, 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 a very, uh, uh, you know, good decision when it comes to which teachers should be should hold that responsibility. Uh, we would find that some of our teachers are probably prior military, um, or they have the uh, mental fortitude to handle a situation like that. Uh, but I said, you know, to me, we run into the same situation with um, with police officers who uh, are, are just as bad, if not worse, and trained too at the same time, right? At the same time, yeah, right. So with with that, now now. <laughs> Do, do you think the school system should make these kind of, um, you know, decisions rather than the people voice? Because we didn't listen to the school system and nothing has changed. Do, do you agree with that? Um, you know, from what I, the way I'm looking at it, when I was growing up, we had police officers at the school. They were assigned to the school. That was their duty station. And I don't see, uh, any problem? I mean, the the, the 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 taxpayers are actually paying the police officers anyway, and I don't see it why it's not a priority for police officers to be at these schools, and not only uh, police officers that are at the school, but police officers that are at the school that have proper training to handle active shooters. Right. 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 Because so we, we're, 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 what we're doing is, I mean, the teachers can help, but we, the system is, is kind of uh, confused about who should do what. And to me, um, like I said, when I was when I was coming up, we had police officers at the school walking the hallways. So right. if we're gonna if we're gonna look at the, the, the youth and the kids and the, as a valuable resource, then protect them as such. Put some officers in some of these schools that may have uh, 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 they have potential for, uh, which is almost any school now, but potential for an active shooter. Right, right. Great, okay. great conversation. We've got a caller calling in from Buffalo. Ross Jumo has a comment he'd like to make. Go ahead, Ross. Make your comment. Yes, greetings, family. Um, I, I find it most appropriate that as we're talking about this physical problem that you're starting off with the spiritual reasons why. Can you talk about just being basic as the devil was mentioned to come in to kill, to steal, and destroy how our spiritual education got to be the primary balance for fighting this fight? I'll take my the answer off air. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for your comment. Dr. Angela, did you hear that as well? Yes, I, I really, that was we walking in agreement. We understand that, you know, the X factor here is them understanding that they can't take God out the equation. We can't do it. So um, I was just looking uh, just a second ago at how many school shootings. We are in the fourth month of the year. We're going into the fourth month of the year. And already... At this point, there have been, uh, they, they said the record, there have been 17 school shootings this year alone. There are 70 individuals have passed. Mm. And that's so not far. good. That's not good. Now, now, and with that, Dr. Hassan, 
and, and the both of your husband and wife. My, my and see, I, it's so many questions that that people are asking, and they're talking, they're saying this, they're saying that, but we want to deal with truth and facts. Now, when they say, "Now, this is what I heard," and, and this is something that 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 just didn't make sense to me. They had some of the people that they was talking about. They was praising the police officers. Listen, they, they, they use this word praise. They was praising the police officers for taking a now again. Let me say this, and please, I I don't want some people to take this offensive, but it's not. They say they praised the police officers for taking another individual's life within so many minutes. Now, here's the thing. We believe in protecting our kids. We believe in protecting our neighbors, our communities. But how does that sound? You know, I think you, you, we should be careful with the words that we use, the choices that we make. If you're going to praise a man for taking someone's life, why not praise God for protecting the life? That, that's that's my point. I, I look at it because they, they say, oh, you know, they got in there so many minutes at, at 1013 and such and such 1024 that it's done. Man, that girl, young lady, that, that Audrey girl, uh, uh, 28 year old, man, she lost her life, too. And her family is suffering as well, even though she's done the wrong. That's still a problem. I mean, this thing goes further than just she shot somebody and they praising somebody. That baby had a mental illness problem. That's that was a correct. mental illness. And then they talked about the transit. What? Then you're going to bring up what she, <laughs> oh my God. You know, what she's, her lifestyle. What they got to do. That that really points the finger. Like, okay, she, if she was a trans, we, we understand that. What happened? Why did she go back to the school? You know, so Doctor Doctor Anderson, I, I, whatever you you uh, uh, Celine, just I want to hear from you guys and the ones that are listening on at, on the radio station. Call and we want to hear because this is disturbing. There's not a change. It's more shooters, like Doctor Anderson said, seventeen shootings in the schools. All this wasn't going on when when we had God in the school in prayer. That's correct, Pastor. That's correct. I think we have to. Uh, take away everything that, you know, is involved in this situation and look at the sin itself. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's hard. It's a hard, it's a, it's a, it's a topic that, um, a lot of individuals like to dance around, but like, you know, you, you hit it. Mental health, mental health, sin, um, you know, taking God out of the equation, all of that has played a part in um in what is going on. But you know, um, as the young man said when he came on, you know, the, the devil's gonna be about his business, and he come to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes. But we have to be more diligent about you know um, counteracting what's going on. Because if we don't, then we are allowing, we are allowing things like this to happen. You know, you have to ask yourself, um, when have you took a moment to pick up the phone and check on your neighbor to see how your neighbor is doing? You know, how much love and compassion have you, you know, given in this world to somebody that you do not know? All these things, you know, play a part. We can't really just, we know for a fact, without a shadow of a doubt, that one of the biggest problems is that they are, they're trying to take God out of the equation. Number two, we know for a fact that sin, sin is, 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 is what's causing these demonic. Um, On the rampage. Yes. He, he's seeking, going, seeking who he, who he may devour. Right. You know, and, and so we know he out there doing his job. But we have to ask ourselves, are we doing our job? Right, right. We, we can't be, you know, discuss the, the problem and not be a solution. Right. You know, we have to make sure that we're checking in on people. You know, mental health is real. You know, right. just think, hypothetically, if somebody had a, spoken to this individual 
you know, went the extra mile to show them that, look, you care, you matter. You may not may not always made the right decision because, you know, sin is sin. At you the end of the day. not have made the right decision, but I love you. Right. You know, this is a Christian school. That that was my that was my talk. Right, that's my take, and it's a Christian school at the same time. Right, we're under attack. This thing is real. So, brother, brother Celine, what what what's your take? And we heard Doctor Angela uh, with her take with that, but brother Celine, what is your take from the male point of view? Do you think it was maybe? And I'm not saying this. We're not trying to pick and choose. Say, hey, this is what's going. Do you think that, uh, you know, when they even mention to, uh, uh, the, the press or whatever, the media, that, you know, they think that she was trans? Do you think that has something to do with the shooting? Uh, um, honestly, do- uh, absolutely. Um, I think that because she attended that school. Right. They say she attended third and fourth grade, correct? Yeah. Um, and when she attended the school... She was in her original self. If that makes sense. At that moment. At that moment, when she attended the school, yes, she was uh, the way that God had initially created her. Yes. Okay. Now, any other changes? I don't. You know, I'm not getting into that. But um, I think that the mindset that she had uh, was was that of, you know, uh, uh, the devil. Um, I mean, that's, that's because when you, whenever you, you see this type of evil, you have to attribute it to the devil because he is the whisperer. He's the person that gets people uh, to, to, to do these particular things. And people may disagree, uh, but we know who those people are. But I, I'll, I'll say that um, I think the reason why, I, I don't know if it was something that went on in the school when... Um, she was going there that made her feel like it was a place of evil. I, I, I have no idea. Um, and we probably would never know since she's deceased. Right. But I do think that um, her going to a Christian school and then coming back at uh, uh, years later to shoot the school up may have something to do uh, with her mindset and the way she views God and religion. Right. Right. So, okay. So, All right. Go ahead. I'm, let's go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, like I said, I don't know if anything happened to her while she was at that school that made her just resent uh, uh, people who believe. I, I don't know. But I do know that it's rare that you have a mass shooter that leaves and comes to the school that they actually attended years later, years later. I mean, we're not talking about two years later. Years later, and and that be the school that they actually shoot up, unless something happened to them while they were attending that school. Right, and, and here's 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 the thing that I look at too as well, uh, brother Celine. You know, all of that happened. Now, I and this is a true story. This mother that I was uh, giving advice to. She'd come to me because she wanted she confined in me to share what happened to her uh, in her youth. Now, mind you all that this thing that happened to her, it was 30 years later. Mm. People think when things happen to a child, when they're young, it may not affect them, which it do affect them, but it never begin to come out or manifest. It may take 20 years later. Just figure out like, hey, I'm messed up. And I'm struggling with this thing and I can't overcome it. I had a young lady and I often talk to people all the time. Oh, I wish y'all can hear me out there in radio station. I mean, radio land. This young, this lady come to me and told me, she said, you know, I never told no one this. She said, but I want to share this with you because it's been eating me up for years. You got people sitting next to you in your churches, in your schools, on your jobs, in your businesses. That are struggling with trauma issues that are, that are suffering with that they went through, but they never told no one. And it's like a ticking time bomb that's waiting to blow. 
But this lady explained to me. She said, you know, I got to tell somebody this. She said, I feel comfortable to talk to you and tell you what was going on with me. She said, I seen the man that raped me. I want y'all to hear me. She said, I see, and this is going, I'm going somewhere with this. She said, I seen the man. She was just, I mean, she was angry. I seen the man who raped me when I was a little kid and said he come over to talk to me. And she said, these are her words. She said, I wanted to blow his brains out. Now, my, I'm, I said out that all at the say this. What if something have happened to this young baby? She's still a child, 28 years old. And, 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 and now she's struggling with something. Now she's, they say, they, now they, people are always going to find something negative to say about you when they felt like you was the wrong, you was the, the, the perpetrator. People are always trying to find something to say, oh, to make you look bad. That baby might have been smart and telling to help everybody. But they never tell that part. You, you follow what I'm saying? So yeah. this woman said that to me. And I had to talk to her. At that moment, you can't play with people and tell them this, tell them that. You got to be real with people when they're in that state of mind. She said, I seen them, and I want to blow his brains out. I hope I'm not talking too explicit over the air. But, but there's a problem. There is trauma in these people. And nobody's helping. Everybody is turning the deaf ear. No one is listening no more. The people, it's happened. So it's not safe to say it is in a Christian school. Is this Christian school okay? Or is it the public schools okay? Or private school? What's, what's, what can we do? Right. That's, I mean, um, uh, I think that, 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 that is something that, um, you know, parents, we have to start a little, a little earlier with uh, our children, honestly. And trying to instill in them a uh, fear of a high power. But once we do that, and then we can help them build a relationship, and then that helps the relationship with us and our children. Right. Uh, and and once we once we build our relationship with our children by way of building a relationship with God, then um, the children can have a better understanding of. of how do I how do I approach uh, my parents? We have a relationship now, so how do I approach my parents, or how do I approach my guardian or uh, uh, adults and let them know when something uh, dramatic or traumatic has happened to me, and how do I go about dealing with it? Because um, counseling counseling works, uh, but along with counseling, um, you know, having a relationship with God is 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 the most important uh, form of counseling you can actually have. Right. I mean, you can't you can't get any better counseling than the counseling of God's word. That's right. So, so I think that if we start a little earlier with our children and express to them our love for them, and express to them that communication is needed between us and you, we 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 need to communicate with each other. If, if it's something going on. Don't be afraid to tell granddad. If there's something going on, don't be afraid to tell grandma. If there's something going on, tell your mom, tell your uncle, tell your auntie. Um, and, you know, tell your dad and let them know so that, and it's not anything to be embarrassed about. Let them know so that people, everybody can get the help they need and continue on this road of life without any, you know, resentments or hiccups. Right. Beautiful slave. Hey, listen, Dr. Uh, Angela and Brother Celine, if you all would please bear with us for a minute. We want to take a quick break. Would y'all hang in there with us? Because we this thing is getting deep. And, and I want the people to also hang in there with us just as we take this break. Hey, this is Dr. Bonnie with a view. I'm your co-host, Pastor James Hunter. Thank you. Dr. Bonnie Bonita with a view. We'll be right back. Eviction Help Now. At Eviction Help Now, we stop evictions fast. For a free consultation, call now at 678-468-4940. That's 678-468-4940. If you are facing eviction or 
you know someone that is your neighbor, co-worker, church member, or friend. Call now for your free consultation. We can help stop eviction fast. We can provide up to 90 days to fight the eviction so you won't have to move in seven days for fast, effective, efficient, and professional help with your eviction. Call 678-468-4940. That's 678-468-4940. Yes, we stop evictions fast. Eviction help now. The legendary Paysetter 1570 AM WIGO is independently owned and operated and 100% committed to seeing your businesses, products, and services be a success. Plus, we're committed to producing quality programming and music. As a certified minority women-owned business committed to Clayton County and surrounding areas, we are the legendary Paysetter 1570 AM WIGO, a blend of R&B and your favorite gospel throwbacks. Go to WIGO1570.com for more info. That feel-good music lives here on WIGO AM 1570. Helenwood, Morrow, Georgia. We are the legendary WIGO. Pace Center, 1570 AM Atlanta. Hello, hello. this is Dr. Bunny with a view. I'm your co-host, Pastor James Hunter, and I'm hosting today. Dr. Angela and Brother Celine, are y'all still there? Yes, sir. Listen, before we go any further, I want to read something to you guys, and not just you, but those that are listening. Uh, this is the statistics. It says, who gets abused more? Boys or girls? They said one in nine girls and one in 53 boys under the age of 18 experience sexual abuse or assault at the hand of an adult. 82% of all victims under 18 are females. Females ages 16 through 19 are four times more likely than the general population to be victims of rape, attempted rape, or sexual assault. Watch this. They say, is violence in the school decreasing or is it increasing? 
They say as students return in person in person learning, school officials are reporting. Here it is. The school officials are reporting higher levels of violence, misbehavior, assault and drug abuse across the country. According to Education Week. Watch this. What is the number one killer of children in America? Look what it says. I want y'all to hear this. And, and, and those that are out there in the radio, watch this. I want y'all to hear this. It said the U.S. has by far the highest child and teen firearm morality rate amongst poor countries. Amongst poor countries. That means we got more killers than people that's in poverty that need what we have. And it said firearms recently became the number one cause of death. For children in the United States, surpassing motor, here it is, surpassing motor vehicle death and those caused by other injuries. Isn't that something? And, 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 and Brother Celine, I heard you say this. You said the children need to um, communicate more with their parents. And the parents need to communicate more with their children because I was like I said earlier I have seen I have talked with people that have been raped I have talked to that with people with I mean you would be surprised the things that come across my desk from individuals that have suffered from the hand of other people and most of them when they was younger oh I wish y'all could hear me out there but it, because it's a problem and nobody, and, and I'm going to say this, oh God, I'm going to say this. We got to go back to our, the, the, the church. The church has got to stay on their, get on their job. The devil is doing his job. It's the ministry, it's the church that has to get down on their knees back to fasting and prayer. And bombard heaven. Because the people are dying like flies. And people just talk about it. You hear about it for a little while and, and it's over with. But look at the lives that have been lost. Good or bad. It's a problem. And it has to be addressed. And we sitting down. We going to church and churches have made themselves big businesses. And, 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 and the folk are dying. They're talking about we ain't going to do this. We ain't going to do No, man, we need to do something that we can bring our children's back. Because I don't want my baby to walk out the door and I'm looking for her to come home on the bus or me picking her up through the carpool or whatever. And I am not able to see my daughter because of something like this. I think it's more than just teaching teachers and teaching police officers how to train and shoot. I think we need to get down to the root of this matter and deal with the mental illness. Because that's what's going on with the people. Because I read an article. It was saying something about the, 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 the girl uh, had some mental illness problems. And, and, and probably hadn't been dealt with properly. You know, and, Lord, I could take this thing so far. Oh, the, the, it's, it's sad. You got people, even psychologists, and, and don't even know what they're doing. They went to school, just got the book sense, but don't know how to deal with folk when they really got a problem, an issue. They just go by what the book said. Do this, this way, that way. And people still ready to blow their brains out. You, you know, and it, it's, it's sad. You know, we, we people are oh, so sad, people. We got a demonic force that we got to come to grips with and know that the devil is motivating this stuff. He's behind the scene, pulling the strings, blowing people. And then at the end of the day, guess what? You don't know when that baby got shot, the 20th, Miss Audrey. When she got shot, she might say, oh, Lord, and the devil moved his hand and, and she finally realized that, oh, my God, look what I have done. And he did what he had to do with her. He used her to kill other innocent individuals. You know, so Brother Celine, could you help me expound on that a little bit more with the children needed to communicate? with their parents and the parents communicating with their children. And what about if they don't have a good relationship with their parents? Uh, they, they have issues with trusting in their parents. 
How, how would you address that? Because some pe- some kids can't talk to their parents. They feel like I can't go to my mom. My mom always accused me of this. My mom always saying this and that. And that's not the only the good and the bad. This is with good families too. Sometimes we can't, as parents, we can't reach our children. It takes sometimes it takes our brothers or aunties or younger person to reach them to say the same thing we've been saying all the time. So, what is your take on that, brother, uh, Salim? Uh, I totally uh, agree with that and understand. It's, it's um, um, I when I was growing up, I had uh, my neighborhood was very close knit. We were kind of close knit, and it was a it was a, a gentleman that stayed across the street uh, from my from my from where I was living, and he was like a grandfather to me. Um, he uh, was an ex principal and a civil rights activist and a community-involved leader. And I would go to him, and I would ask him questions, and me and him would talk. And uh, he would give me good, sound advice. But, I, but I'm going to tell you, uh, when you have a, when there's a communication gap between children and parents, um, is it, to me, it's just the responsibility of the parents um, to, you know, reach out to the children and ask them certain questions. You might not get the answers you you need or won't, but the more and more you do that, the more and more you have a special time set aside to talk to your kids or to talk to your parents or, or whatever, I think it gets a little easier over time. Um, but, you know, you know, you're, you're a, a, um, a pastor and I'm pretty sure that, uh, you have people that come to you and talk to you about all different types of, of things. Uh, and uh, you're a counselor for a lot of people. Um, so I would suggest if, 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 if parents are having a hard time communicating with their children, take them to your pastors. Take them to your community leaders and have a sit down and, and let that, maybe that community leader or that pastor be somewhat the, the the mediator and the middle the middle ground person to get some things out and 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 make them feel comfortable doing it. A lot of times they 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 want to uh, uh, come to the parents or, or other adults, but they have a fear. So they have to they, once the fear is gone, then they can relax and express what's really going on with them and how they really feel. I had a young lady I worked with. Um, she was she was. Um, uh, raped by one of her mothers. Her mother had a boyfriend. Her mother really liked the guy and she's been dating him for a long time and they got engaged and she finally told her mom that this guy had raped her and had been raping her. And what her mom did was kicked her out the house. Mm. And um, uh, years years later, um, I saw the effect that it had on her mentally and in, in her relationships that she had with men. So um, communicating, w- whether you're a concerned aunt, a concerned grandparent, or even just a concerned neighbor, I think the action, the action, you got to put forth the action and the effort to have that, have come and try your best. You, you're not going to, some people are going to just take things to their grave. Right. Okay? But there, there are some people out there who want to feel comfortable, who want to talk to somebody and somebody to talk to them, and and just just feel comfortable releasing some of that just those stressful, uh, uh, soul tearing things that they they keep to themselves. Right, right, and we agree with that, brother. And thank you for your your thoughts on that. Uh, at this time, y'all, and and this is a very moving conversation Uh, and you got people out there still need answers still need solutions they're hurting they're broken they're in despair they don't know what to do they're confused they don't know what direction to take and it's hard for everybody even the very thought that what if it was my turn I tell people all the time you got to ask yourself, what if? And that what if can ends up with anything. What if it was my child? What if it was my grandson? What if it was my mother? What if it was my dad? What if it was me? And you got to actually keep that in here, in mind. What if? 
just always use that. What if them two? What if if we can keep that in the back of our heads, it will probably change the world. What if? What if I wish we can just push that that into it? What if? Oh, that man, we need to do something with that. What if? Before we go any further, Doctor Angelo, I would love for you to pray over the people that suffered, their lost, their bereaved loved ones, all of that, and those that are out there are struggling. Some are thinking about these things, thinking about suicidal. Um, suicide and all other they dealing with um, all these mental illness and 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 um, whatever the track the tragic or uh, the trauma or uh, the depression or uh, the mood swings whatever's going on you got people out there that are listening dr angela and they don't have a clue and some right now are contemplating doing things that they ain't got no business doing but dr angela i ask you and the family, yes, and also the the shooter's family. Yes, sir. Yes. To to oh. pray for them and all of us, cause and those that have children, wondering should I send my child back to school again? Even though this is a Christian school, that lets you know the devil walking into the Christian places, the the whatever the unchurched nation, whatever the devil is on a rampage to seek kill and to destroy whom he may devour could you pray for us dr Anders, if you will yes pastor father god in the name of jesus lord on today father god we petition the throne of mercy father god father god we ask you to be with the families of the victims father god and father god we ask you to be with the school officials, Father God. And also we we actually be with the family of the individual that was the shooter, Father God. Father God, we ask for mercy right now, Father God. We ask for forgiveness, Father God. Father God, we ask you in the name of Jesus to touch the heart of the leaders of this nation, Father God. To, to give them great counsel, Father God. Yes. So that they could make decisions that could help us, Lord. And Father God, we ask you to touch the minds and the hearts of anyone that is going through any type of depression or have any ill thoughts to cause harm, Father God. We ask you to step in right now, Father God. We ask you to touch the hearts of the community, Father God. Father God, you said through love and kindness have I drawn thee. So, Father God, we want to ask, you know, that the hearts be touched, Father God, that we can understand that sometimes we have to come out of our comfort zone, Father God, and check in on people, whether or not we know them or not, Father God. Father God, we lean and depend on you. No other help we know, Father God. And, Father God, we ask you, Father God, as we move forward, Father God, that we understand that we are nothing without you, Father God. And that we, 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 before our children leave home, Father God, that we pray and ask God to protect our children, that no hurt, harm, or danger will befall on them, Father God, no matter where they are, Father God. Father God, prayer changes things. And Father God, we want individuals to understand that we have to kneel and pray, Father God. And we just thank you for who you are in our lives. We're leaning and depending and trusting on you and you alone, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. And those that are listening, we all to all say Amen. And that it is well. It is well. We know that the prayers of the righteous avail it much. And if one can chase a thousand, what you think can happen if two would chase 10,000? What can happen if three come together? And four and five. The change 
that we're looking for, we got the first letter start within ourselves. And I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful, you know, and, and my heart goes out to the family, especially the shoot, the spe- especially the shooter and those that lost their lives in the process. My heart goes out to the families because somebody lost somebody for whatever way of uh, the cause of this, this situation. Somebody lost somebody and somebody is hurting really bad. And there's nothing nobody can do about it because you can't bring them back. But we can stand up and fill in the gaps. They call it gap fillers. I'm talking and speaking to those that are listening. Won't you be, and even myself, the gap filler? To fill in the gap with that young man that don't have a father. Or the young girl that don't have a father. And she's crying out for her dad. And dad is not there in her life. There's so many things that we can do. They, they used to say back in, the, in, in my little time, they said uh, it takes uh, a village to raise one child. And that's what we are. And we want to be able to help build one another. My child may not be your child, but guess what? Look after them just as if it was your child and it would make a difference. And we're about to get ready to close, but I want to bring up one more thought. Brother Celine, I would love to hear from you again, brother. If it's okay, I got one more thought. You got children out there, man, that are having children. I'm telling you, you got young people 12 years old having children. And when by the time they get, I guess, an adult, 25, 26 years old, or maybe say 30 years old, their child is half the age when they had the baby, their baby. My question is, Brother Celine, what about the children having children that don't know how to be, uh, 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 that don't know how to uh, teach their children how to be uh, mature people or stand up women, boys and girls, however you want to put that. And they hadn't been taught themselves and they, they hadn't, they had, didn't have the father figure, the mother figure there in their lives. What do, would you say to those? Cause you got people that are listening now that they didn't know they wasn't trained. They wasn't raised the right way. And they had children even when they were children and they don't even have a clue. Because you have people out here that don't even know. What is it that you can recommend or what would you say to them that are out there that are broken and don't even have a clue? They're not privileged like a lot of other people to have their mom and dad in their lives to share with them, to tell them this is wrong. This is right. This is not the way to go. Let me give you wise counsel because I know the Bible says in the multitude of counsel. There's safety. What would you say about that, Brother Celine? Because people really don't know. Well, well, we to me, it's uh, it's easy and it's evident. Um, you you look at the the the, uh, the scriptures, the books that God has given us. And why why was that that given to mankind? It was given to mankind as a guide. As a, a, uh, if you're gonna make some biscuits, you have to have, uh, if you're gonna make some biscuits as your grandma, you should make, you might wanna use her recipe. So God has given us a recipe for success. Right. And we have to study that and, and take it serious and dive into it. All the answers are there. All the answers, if you, if you contemplate, if you think, if, if you think and you contemplate, the answers are there. But you have you you have to be serious about finding them. No man uh, can can give you the true counsel that God gives you. So so we we can search and find each other, and and lean on each other and and use each other as a crutch. But uh, at the end of the day, um, if you don't have uh, God's word as as as, as something that regulates your behavior and your decision-making, you're not going to be successful. 
that's just that's just a fact. So so building and having a relationship uh, with God and following his his uh, his recipe, if that makes sense, following his recipe, yes, is going to equate to success. Because if you're not following God, then who are you following? Right. And and we know if you're not following God, you're following your enemy. You're following a person. You're following a being who hates you. You're following uh, uh, the footsteps of Satan, and he he dis- he is disgusted by you. So if we if we you know apply this recipe to our lives and and get amongst good people and lean on them, you know, because in in, in the process of us leaning on each other. We we can discuss and we can um, um, bounce ideas off of each other. That this is what, uh, it, for example, Pastor, if it's something that I don't know, I don't understand when it comes to uh, the recipe, then you can tell me something that that can help me. So we lean on one another, but we uh, we we get our we get our instructions and our, our recipe from God. Right. 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 Amen. And I love that, uh, Brother Celine. That is so beautiful. You have explained that really well. Just for a split second, we got a few more minutes. We're about to close, guys. This is just I mean, we had amazing um, had an amazing time here on today. Uh, I want to close this out with prayer and I want to ask Dr. Angela if she would be able to do that. But before we go to prayer, Dr. Angela, just a quick just about one minute, if you can wrap it up in one minute or so. And I love what Brother Celine said on that note, what he said, which is so true. But let me throw a little twist in it. What about the ones that don't know God, that don't have no one to turn to? What They weren't in a, uh, a religious family or the, a church family. What do we say to them? What can happen? Is there any consultation? Is there any, mental, you know, some type of prevention program that we can uh, maybe direct them to is that Dr. Angel, would you expound on that part? The ones that may not know God, the ones that really need help, but they say, Hey, I, I, I want to read the Bible, but I don't know the Bible. I don't know this. I don't know that. I don't. And, and, and they don't have a clue. What would you say before we go into the prayer? I would say that right now, you know, I'm, I believe in evidence and right now, you know, in, in America and in, in all the things that are happening around the world, it's evident that we need God. And if you don't know God, I would um, I would say to you that, you know, one of the things I love the most about, um, you know, uh, the body of Christ is the presence. So there's 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 churches, there are community centers, there are if you're having problems, find somebody to talk to. If you're having questions, don't necessarily understand, uh, you know, uh, how to begin to develop a relationship with God. Find someone. Find someone and talk to them and let them know how you feel. You know, and, and I, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, when you're praying and you're talking to God that you have to, you know, be an expert at it. Yes. You, you talk to God as you're talking to me. You talk to God as you're talking to you. You you just pour your your heart out. And, you you know, God knew you before you even knew yourself. Amen. He said in the book of Isaiah, I knew you when you were in your mother's womb. Right. Before you were in your mother's womb. Right. So, right. you know, I... I, I I believe now time is evident. See, we don't have as much time as we used to have. Right. See, we, we, we're living in the, the last days. So it is, is my prayer that each and every individual that do not know God, that they will find someone to help them. Find someone. It, it's not hard. It's not as hard as you may think it is. And then, yes, you do have individuals that are, are false prophets. And, yes, you may have individuals that may not be their wolf and sheep's clothing. But guess what? Go straight to the source. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with getting down on your knees and talking to God for yourself. Amen. And, you know, he will lead and he will direct your path. But Amen. you have to give it all to him. You have to be sincere. 
And you have to just say, I can't do this by myself. Lord, I need your help. Doctor, he knows he's just waiting on me. Amen. Hey, and, and uh, Dr. Angela, the last 30 seconds, I want you to pray. But this is Dr. Bunny with a view. I'm your co-host, Pastor James Honor, and I was your host on today. But Dr. Angela, would you close us out in prayer? And we love you guys. We look forward to seeing you on next Thursday at 1030. God bless you. Yes. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this this opportunity, Lord, to appeal to the hearts and the minds of the individuals that know you as well as the ones that do not know you. And Father God, we ask you to dispatch your angels around everyone under the sound of my voice and even the ones that are not under my voice, that no hurt, harm, or danger will come to them. And Father God, if they are lost, they'll find their way back to you if they don't know you, that they will find you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. God bless you. We look forward to seeing you guys on next week. This is Dr. Bonnie with a view. I'm your co-host, Pastor James Hunter. God bless you. God bless you, too. We hope you enjoyed Dr. Bonnie Bonita with a view. Please remember to send in any questions or comments to WIGOAM1570.com or you can reach Dr. Bonnie Bonita directly at BonnieBonitaWorldwide.com. You can also join our army of volunteer advocates. It takes a village. Our email address is Dr. Bonnie Bonita at BonnieBonitaWorldwide.com.